This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Brewing Nation? Johnny Gamut and Coach Tony Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen as we bring you more coverage of Bruins athletics, specifically with Bruins basketball today as we are joined by one of the captains on the team, Justin Matthews juice or whatever it is the the, the different uh, nicknames that he goes by justin thanks for taking the time man what's going on guys very honored to be here all right let's talk some bruins basketball man this was a season where uh, i mean let's just be honest there was there was a lot of things that happened in the off season that we weren't expecting mm-hmm. um you know you get to the national tournament last year we were just talking about it before the show we, we lose to randall the eventual national champion but then you know, beat the snot out of the next two teams that we played. Really, we're one game away from being in a championship game or playing for a championship. Then you have, you know, Coach Ring steps down. Uh, you bring in a new coach. We lose one, our, our leading scorer from last year. As an upperclassman, just just take me through kind of that those those weeks and the, those months and and you know the conversations that you had with your teammates, being one of the leaders on the team and, and knowing what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, I would just say that that loss to Randall was probably one of, like, the worst feelings that, like, I think any of us has had, like, as athletes. Like, nobody really said anything to each other after that game. So I feel like the guys that came back, the mindset has just been, like, we have to get back and prove that we're better. Because, like, like, we didn't play our best game, and we all know we didn't play our best game. So we all really just kind of want to get back and just have another shot. So really, like through all the stuff that's happened like that's just kind of just been the goal like no matter what happens like we just got to get back so I feel like a lot of the guys that return have kind of been playing that way and it's kind of been showing like against the teams that we should beat it's been showing and then um, even first semester we probably beat some teams that we probably uh, wouldn't have if we didn't have this mindset so I feel like it's definitely it's definitely showed in our game what did you feel like with the losses from last year that you had to do to kind of step up and fill any kind of voids that were were left behind. Um, with uh, obviously with losing Marshall, we lost a bit of our scoring. So I just felt like I had to be slightly more aggressive and not as passive because last year, you know, my role was I was looking for Marshall, I was looking for Dustin, I was looking for guys that can shoot and like kind of slash and get them open. But this year, I feel as though I've kind of stepped into more of that shooter role. So now I'm kind of one of the guys that's looking for my shot and looking to get an open shot or still slash to create but I feel like this year I'm kind of looking for my shot more how do you feel like you know a lot of people who watch Justin play will automatically think oh he's the guy that shoots threes he's the guy that drives all the time and and has a lot of you know electric plays but Justin's the kind of guy I mean even we were talking before the show he's a guy who we put him on the national player of the year last year and Justin took him completely out of the game now granted they still won the game but talk about maybe you can answer this a little bit more coach talk about Justin's ability on the defensive side of the ball and what he brings to your defensive matchups every single game yeah he, he's in a unique position I put him basically on the best player on the other team save if the other team has a six foot six 250 pound center and even then uh, I may call upon him to one or two plays a game uh, basically he has to and early on in the season uh, there were times where he was just kind of like stuck out there and he'd look over at me and I just kind of looked back at him like sorry I have nobody else to put in there for you like you just have to do it so he's kind of called upon to do a lot on both ends of the floor um, 
how do you adjust from game to game? Because, you know, from time to time, you'll be guarding the smallest, quickest guy on the floor. Then other times you're guarding the shooter on the other team. And to guard those different types of players has to kind of take a different mindset, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's definitely just like you're going to hate to hear me say this, but it's not really easing in, but it's like I kind of take the first few minutes of the game to kind of see how, like, because it's one thing to look on film and see how they play, but it's another thing to see in person how they play because you can't really adjust for how quick they are or, like, their their hesitations or, like, their just natural, like, just playing, like, their game moves and stuff, like, in person. So I kind of have to, like, take a second and, like, figure those out. And then oftentimes what I'll do is I'll relate them to, like, other players. So say, like, a guy has a nice, like, hesitation move or a quick first step, then, like, I'll play him like a Dustin if he has a nice hesitation. Or if he just wants to shoot the ball or something, then I'll play him like I'd play somebody else we've played in the region or something like that. So I just kind of – that's kind of how I go about guarding different people. I think – I don't know that uh, people really understand – the preparation that goes into it beforehand I, i'll text justin and be like hey you need to watch this clips of this guy or i'll send him a couple clips of, of the guy that he's about to guard or whatever and really the preparation beforehand is huge and like he said kind of like figuring a guy out the first few minutes because you don't go out there and just play good defense like it, it doesn't work like that on this level um so i think like the preparation that goes into it how has that changed for you since maybe you first started you know, when you're young, you just kind of like show up and you're like, yeah, I get to play. I'm going to yeah. play tough defense. And how is that kind of different now that you're older? i say initially when I first got here, I would just watch film just to watch it. Like I would just be watching the game. I wouldn't necessarily be watching for anything specific. But now like if I – but now I don't even watch the game. I just watch synergy clips. Like I just watch specific clips on like certain people and like their tendencies and like what they like to do and stuff rather than just watching the overall – team I don't think I've really watched an overall team play a game in a while so one of the things that is not a stat that we track but it's an it's a it's a trick or a tool that my man Justin here uses <laughs> all the time and that is he has the ability it, in a in a I feel like in a sportsman way to really get under somebody's skin that yeah. he's guarding there's been a number of times even this mm-hmm. season that a player that he has guarded has got up and shoved him or or you know gotten in his face or something and they end up getting a technical foul as a result of it but you know people who are listening to this podcast are going to think there's always those guys you know whether they play in the rec leagues or whatever there's always those guys that talk smack but there's a difference between talking smack yeah. and getting under your opponent's skin it's the mind games. not not to give you not not to give away like your tricks of the trade or anything like that but like how important is that to to real early on in the game get that guy to understand he, he's in for a tough day yeah it's just like um so let's say i get like a block or something or just like a good play happens even in the offensive end you know you just kind of give him like a little smile mm-hmm. or like if he's very frustrated they hate to see you happy so that just that gets under their skin so much and it's just i don't know especially like for me as a younger player like i knew the things that would make me mad seeing other guys do so i just kind of do it but not like because you don't really need to talk trash like talking trash only helps the other player more it's more of like the other stuff that like you don't say that really gets under their skin absolutely because they know what they did wrong they know the missed opportunity that they had and then to look over and just see you smiling at them or coming up and you know patting them on the behind or something like that that's that i just love it (laughs) a lot of people don't see those things throughout the game and i just love 
you know, even if you guys are on the road, I love after a, after a play <laughs> or something like that. I could just say, I could see Justin's working on him already. <laughs> the guy's getting frustrated, and as a result, he goes 0 for 12 from behind the arc <laughs> or something like that. So Really, it goes back to what we were just talking about. A lot of times, the guy comes in, and he has his little tricks that he thinks that he can get his defender or that he always goes to. But that preparation beforehand, you take away what he wants to do and just the fact that Justin's long and athletic, stuff just doesn't work against them. They get frustrated real quick. And to be honest, when, when Justin plays that way, I know people see the dunks and the threes, and, of course, that helps with momentum and to get our team going. But, really, when he comes in on the defensive end, I remember one game that I'll keep the guilty nameless on this, but <laughs> there was one game where we were up by 20, 25, something like that, and he came into halftime and said, we're not done, that's not enough and came back out and everybody just followed his lead and it quickly became the, the lead about doubled um, and when he plays that way our guys follow and, and that's where we I've really seen him grow in the last four years <clears throat> really step up and lead in that way it's not always like what you say exactly but you know how hard he plays on the defensive end and when he plays that way we we have a really good chance to do some something special we got regional playoffs coming up later this week, actually, down in Florida. You guys have the number one seed, riding a lot of momentum from 11 games in a row that we've won, I think 14 of 15 um, that we've won. What do you think, uh, we'll get into regionals in a second, but what do you think has been the biggest changes from the first semester of play to the mindset that we have this this semester? Obviously, we're playing against you know College of Charleston, Furman, others that we're not mm-hmm. supposed to beat. But just the, the difference and everybody kind of accepting the role and, and doing what they can to help the team win. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, um, improvement in, like, just game-to-game mindset. Like, it's not, I don't know, like, obviously we're 7-0 in the region and everything, and we want to be number one seed. But, like, our end goal is that national championship. So, like, we've, even on this win streak, like, each game, like, we're not satisfied if we have, like, a bad defensive game or something. So, like, each game we're trying to get better, like, um, region games, we're obviously trying to win those, but then like the non-region games, like those are just focused on like getting better and just like beating the opponent, but beating them in the way that we want to win, not necessarily just beating them just to get the W in the win column. Like we want to improve that way when we get to these teams that are going to be close games, like we're not making the mistakes that we made first semester or that we even made this semester. Like we just want to polish everything so that we're just ready to go, especially in this region tournament coming up. There's a lot of teams that probably feel like we're we're like we're the number one seed, but they can beat us. Like they're probably like just hyped up because the games haven't necessarily been blowouts, but we've been beating them. But they probably feel like they can beat us, so we have to go in and just you know expect to just dominate. Like we have to just like know that we're gonna dominate, and that'll help out our mindset a lot. And just like do the things that we need to because if we go in there like like they're just gonna hand us a win, then like it's not gonna go well. So. That's the benefit of having seniors is yeah. that you, you well, the message has been the same all year. It's, it's great to win if you lose almost so what just as long as we got better because the only thing that matters after last year and the, them tasting being so close at the end, you can tell a group that has been through something like that. Like it does, The wins and losses really don't matter until you get to the regional and the national championship. So things are zero and zero right now and time to take care of business absolutely you had a couple of uh milestones and 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 again we'll get to the region playoffs in a second over the course of your career you're really close to another one you're just 10 points away from a thousand career points which is significant when you think about 
the number of guys that we've had over the last couple of years taking shots or, or bearing a lot of that offensive load. So you're just 10 points away from 1,000. Just what is, uh, not to put too much pressure on you, but what, what's kind of that mentality understanding that all this hard work that you've done over the last years is, is coming to fruition and you'll be just the fourth guy in history yeah. to, to be able to do that? It just, it just can't stop. I don't know. I don't really play any differently or I try my hardest not to play any differently because I mean I just know that if I play I mean I hear coach Miller say this all the time actually so I can't take credit for it but if I just play the way that you know I know I'm supposed to play then good things will happen and that's just kind of been my mindset is I don't really think about other stuff I don't really think about win streaks and everything I just think about if I do the things that I'm supposed to do defensively offensively then you know good things will happen and there's obviously things that I can't control on my team or on the other team or even on like the stripes you know there's there's things that are going to happen within a game that are out of my reach, but as long as I do my my role and do my job nine times out of ten, you know I'll get the result that I want. So, so regional tournament, we got the number one seed. We uh, don't know who our opponent is yet. Got to see who the semifinals uh, or the quarterfinals, I guess I should say, um, the results of those games. But looking likely, like we could see PCC again in in a semifinal round. Um, I know we had a, a tough game down there, a tough environment. Um, so just talk to me about what it's going to take in this regional tournament to come away with our second straight you know, South region title. Mm-hmm. I just say just energy and just a tough mindset. Like It's easy to just go in and just say, like, we're going to win this game, we're going to win this game. But we got to believe it and just, like, have that toughness about us to just like show other teams that you know like we're here we know we're the best team in the region and we're going to show you that we're the best team in the region and not just show up and be like we're the best team in the region you just have to respect that and just like you can't really just force teams to just say like look we're the best team like you got to show them you know we're the best team and I feel like we've we've done a good job of that this season but obviously regular season doesn't matter and it's a whole different ball game when you get into region so we have to kind of take it to another level because every other team's going to take it to another level it's going to be interesting and fun to watch this weekend we'll have all the links and uh live stream things available on our website at bjubruins.com remember to follow the men's bruins basketball accounts on social media they do a great job of that on twitter it's bjubruinsmbb it's the same handle for instagram as well and uh, we'll be covering Justin and uh, the rest of his team uh, this weekend as they play down in Pensacola, Florida. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. We would appreciate that. For Coach Tony Miller, I'm Johnny Gannon, and that's What's Brewing. You've been listening to the What's Brewing podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit planfirst.com.